Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Um, we did have some technical difficulties. So I am just going to go live from my, uh, just straight from my Facebook. I uh, won't be able to exactly stream it on all three pages. However, we will share them, share this Bible study on each of the pages. And so uh, God bless you guys. Thank you guys. Uh, please come back in uh, as we, again, we've had some technical difficulties um, trying to get that resolved, but um, certainly we won't be able to get that fixed tonight. Uh, we did run into some issues. Nonetheless, uh, God is still good and uh, still going to go on and, you know, make this thing happen because I certainly wanted to uh, look at some things tonight with you guys. And so uh, I'm going to, again, go into a word of prayer because I just want to make sure we start off this way. Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessing. Lord, we thank you for uh, the many wonderful works that you did for us. Lord, we are a people um, who have sinned time and time again. We are a people uh, filthy uh, as dirty rags, Lord. Our righteousness is nothing, Lord. Our uh, holiness is nothing, Lord. But we thank you because uh, your righteousness is everything. Uh, in you, there is joy. In you, there is peace. There is life. There is happiness, Lord. There is uh, everything that this world could desire. And so, Lord, we thank you for just being the God that you are, Lord. We thank you for sending Christ Jesus into the earth to suffer for our sakes, Lord, to uh, accept the punishment for our sins, Lord. We thank you. Uh, and Lord, we cherish you. We cherish your word, Lord, and we do not take it for granted. And Lord, places where we might, Lord, help us. Help us just to be better. Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that you will continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. All right. So, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we do apologize that we were having some technical difficulties. Um, Lord willing, we will get that straightened out by next week. Uh, but it will take us a little bit more time than what we have currently tonight to get that uh, working properly. And so we're going to just go in, go into this. Uh, and we're talking about change tonight. How fitting that uh, the way we typically do the Bible studies, uh, it was changed. It was altered. Um, it was an inconvenience. It was uh, derailed from its normal path. Um, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about tonight. I did not plan that. I believe God did. Uh, we're talking about change. Um, there's there comes a point in life where. Uh, as people, we have to make changes, um, thinking about people who have children, you know, that first child, it is a huge change in a person's life. You know, it's, it's no longer. I have to worry about myself or uh, even a spouse. When a person gets married, it's a huge change. When a person has a child, it's a huge change. You know, there are so many changes in life. Um, and change is a terrifying thing. You know, change can be good. It can be bad. But now I want to look at this tonight 
from a good perspective because so often change is necessary. So often change is required. And so I'm going to start tonight in the book of Philippians, in the book of Philippians chapter three. Now, since Melvin is not here, we won't have the, the scriptures on the screen. However, you still do have access to your own Bibles. You still do have access. Um, and I am going to read it. Uh, and so you still can listen along. And so, again, God bless you guys. Thank you guys, as always, for being in these Bible studies, because I truly believe it will bless you. And I truly believe it will help you. And so first Philippians, excuse me, Philippians chapter three. Um, and I lost my verse here. Philippians chapter three and verse 13. So the verse reads. Brethren, I count not myself to be to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, tonight. I want to look at this from the understanding of change. What he's telling us is he said, you know, I'm not going to continue to look back at those things in the past. Now, there are things that have happened in our past that those things were good to us. Those things were good for us. Those things were beneficial to us. However, there comes a point in life where a change is absolutely necessary. There comes a point where I have to start looking towards what's now coming in the future. In the future, there's coming changes. Look, if we look all around us in the world, all we hear, all we hear about uh, from those who are older than us, all, they t all people tell us about is what happened back in their day, what happened back when they were uh, 10 and 15 and 20 years old and whatever the case may be back when they were a teenager and back when they were in elementary and just how life was. But one thing that is cons consistent, no matter who we're talking to, things have changed. That's the one thing that is consistent change for better or for worse. Things have changed. This is the world that we live in change. That's what I want to deal with tonight. We're talking about change. So Paul said this one thing I'm doing. I'm not going to act as if I've already made it. If I've already arrived, what I am going to do, though, is look forward. I'm going to change. I'm going to press toward what God has called me to do. See, the one thing that I realized about God is he causes people to change. That's what God wants. As people, we get comfortable. We become complacent. Uh, we, we become familiar with things. We, we just become so, uh, just so comfortable, so relaxed. And now certain things are good. Certain things we might not have to change. But I have learned 
that God is wanting his people to make changes. I, I know people, uh, people get into relationships and they, they say they want someone uh, people people get into relationships and get married and talk about how they want someone who's not going to change them. You know, I've heard this before. But, you know, we ought to want someone who changes us. We ought to want someone. We ought to be around people who push us to be better. The only way that I can be better is to change. See, I, can, I, I cannot. It is outright impossible for me to be better in anything in life, to be better than what I was if I'm not willing to change. We're dealing with change tonight. God needs his people to make changes. The world around us is changing every single day. I remember uh, being in school and I remember uh, at a certain point um, I started seeing these robots that were they were going around delivering food see this was a change that was taking place that I've never seen before changes are taking place Look, if we are not willing to change we will be left behind this is the reality there are even now there are so many jobs the way that some of them, the only way you can apply is online. See, we come from a place of pen and paper and writing things down and we still write things. Don't get me wrong, but there things are changing all around us. Technology is becoming more and more important. More and more important change. Change is necessary. And so that's what I want to look at with you guys to not change. See, we all need to change something. There's something we need to make changes. Some area of our lives. You know, I have a question for you guys. Is there some change that Initially, we might have been afraid to make. Initially, we might have been hesitant, hesitant to make. Initially, we might, uh, we, we might not have even wanted to do it. But you know what? We made a change. And after that change, we started realizing, man, this was the best thing for me. Why didn't I do this sooner? See, this happens to us as people over and over again. There are changes that are necessary. We're afraid to make them. And I totally understand because I, too, have been there time and time again. But what I have learned is that in order for me to serve God, there's changes that have to take place in order for me to even be successful in this life. There are changes. That I must personally make. There are some things that I've changed and, and it can be small. It can be large. I, I remember uh, some time ago, my wife tried to get me to try yogurt and it was a change for me. See, I, I grew up. I didn't eat yogurt. I, I had never eaten yogurt before. Not that I can recall. See, I, I'm using something small here. 
but it was offered to me. And so after a certain period of time of resisting, of, of turning down the change, I started to look into the benefits of this change. See, change comes with benefits. If we really do our research, if we really try to establish some knowledge and gain an understanding, see, God is going to do that for us. He's going to tell us to change some things. And we won't understand it. But the book tells me, then shall we know, my God, if we continue on to know, God is going to reveal to you in time why we needed to change. Because starting out, we don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. We don't see why we need to do it. But in time, God is going to show us the change was necessary. So after a while, now I'm just using this example. After a while, I began to eat yogurt. After a while, look, now I'm telling you I love it. I try to eat it every day. See, this change I neglected, I, 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 I shied away from. This change I shied away from. But now that I've changed, it has become a part of me. See, I've watched this take place in, even in my spiritual life. There are changes that I made way back when. And they, after a while, they became a part of me. See, I remember years ago, back in, uh, what, 2016, I decided I needed to change and start doing what God told me. So one of the things I told myself I'd do is I'd give up all of the secular music. I'd give up all of the Jay-Z, the Lil Wayne, the, the whoever, future, whatever rapper and, and artist and whoever. Uh, um, I can't think of the guy's name that came down to Ole Miss and performed. Uh, but, but all of these people, all the country music people who are singing about the same thing, the rappers singing about beer and alcohol and, and, and fornication and everything else. I, I made my mind up back in 2016. I said, you know what? I want to make a change. And I want to give this music up because it's causing me to do things that God told me not to do. It's leading me down the wrong path. It was a change for me. But, you know, I made that transition. And sure enough, it might have been a battle. But you know what? I thank God for that change. I haven't looked back since. God has blessed me ever since. See, the point I'm trying to make is there are changes that we must be willing to make. And if we would truly seek God and if we would truly ask him to help us and be with us, you know what? These changes would become a part of you. It wouldn't be a chore to make these changes. It wouldn't even be hard anymore. This would be a normal part of who you are. David says, if we are still living the same way we were living before we came to the Lord Jesus, then what were we saved from? It's a good question. Change is necessary. Look, change is what God is looking for. Change is what God wants. You know, something, I, I'll be honest with you, we're going to run over. We're going to run over to uh, the book of, uh, we'll go to First John first before I go to where I really want to end up at. We're, we'll run over to First John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. 
You know, something I realized is if change is not happening to us, do we really have faith? Do we really have faith if we have not made any changes? See, I'm dealing with changes, and that goes not only for our spiritual life, but our physical life also. See, there are changes that we all are afraid of. You know, things we've never had to do before. Um, Sometimes we might be uh, having to change jobs, might have been live or even cities living in a certain place. We might have been living in that place for a very long time. And then uh, now it's time to change. It's a fearful thing. Changing cities, changing states, changing jobs. You know, just change. Changing vehicles, buying a new car, you know, making purchases. Change. It's a tough thing for us. Very scary thing. But I want to read a verse here before I move over to the book of Hebrews, because that's really where I want to get. But in first John chapter three and verse two, he said, beloved, now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. He's telling us a change is going to take place. But you know what? By this point, a change should be taking place in our lives. We must get to the place where we overcome our fears of change. Now, I'm not telling you to change just for the sake of change. But I am telling, uh, telling you we must change when it's necessary to change. That's what we must do. Uh, Back when COVID was, I think they've officially declared that we are not in a pandemic anymore. But back when COVID uh, was running rampant around the, the world and when we were in a pandemic, you know, it was a time of change in the world that people did not like. Why? Because a lot of stores, a lot of restaurants, a lot of places, a lot of things that we were accustomed to doing, we were no longer able to do them. Now we, we <laughs> look, it was a difficult time, a time where people were afraid to even shake hands, something we were accustomed to doing, afraid to give each other a hug, afraid to get within six feet of distance uh, in proximity of each other. It was a change for us. But in order for us to get through that time, the change was necessary. Some, we had to, some people had to go and uh, take different shots. Change was necessary. We had to wear masks. We had to wash hands even more frequently than we were originally doing. Change. Look, these changes saved somebody's life. Uh, I know somebody out there will say, well, oh, I didn't do anything and I made it through. I understand. But these changes were implemented to save someone's life. The change was necessary for somebody out there. And so those of us who we might have been even in better condition, we made changes to help someone else. See, change, when used in the proper manner, is beneficial, is necessary. It is a must. Change. There are some situations in our lives right now 
that we're needing to make a change. Situations in our lives. You know, uh, uh, there are some things that um, sometimes people tell you what you need to do. But because we don't want to change, we just don't we don't we don't want to do it. There's uh, anything you learn in life. Um, obviously, it takes some studying. It takes some uh, uh, learning about it. I, I know back when I was uh, starting to learn music, starting to learn how to play instruments. I remember people would tell me about what things I needed to study, how I needed to study the scales, how I needed to study this and study that. But you know what? That was a change for me. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go through the necessary struggles that come with change. I didn't want to do it. So I neglected it. I put it off. But you know what I started to realize? Me not changing hurt me. Not changing held me back. It held me back. So now what I realized is when it comes to change, I must be willing to do it because in the long run, that change is truly going to benefit me. I, I then went back and I started to learn the things that I was missing. Now I'm starting to understand why I needed to do it. See, the change, after we go through with it, after we uh, embark on that journey, the change is always worth it when we're doing the right thing now. Again, I'm not telling somebody to change just for the sake of changing, just for fun, for no reason whatsoever. But I'm talking about the changes that we look at and we say, man, I'm going to benefit from it. But we just don't want to do it. You know, that's what happens when uh, and I always use this example because I feel it's something that most people can relate to. We know there's changes that we must make in our eating habits. We, we, we've been told time and time again we must lose uh, X amount of weight or we must uh, get our blood pressure under control or get our glucose, glucose under control, our sugar under control. Whatever it is that we're needing to work on, our cholesterol, whatever it is, oftentimes we're just not willing to make that change. But if we were, my God, we'd be unstoppable. Just by making the change. See, you know, uh, one thing we talk about is forgiveness. You know, forgiveness, forgiving someone is a change for us. It's something that a lot of times we haven't had to do it, especially not on a very serious level. We haven't had to forgive someone for something serious. But God is trying to get us to understand change. Change is necessary. We need change. As the people of God, we need to be willing to make changes. It's uncomfortable. It's frightening. It's scary. But once we start to look at the benefits of it, at the end of the day, it's going to be necessary. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Verse one, you know, we call this the faith chapter. But for tonight, you know, I want to call this the chapter of change. 
My God, this is the chapter of change. Without, it is impossible to have faith without having a change. I'm go back, just think about, meditate on this. These things that we're talking about and these things that we have talked about, talked about, meditate on these things and I guarantee you God will reveal it to you. It is impossible to have faith without change. So for tonight, I know we typically call this the faith chapter, but for tonight, I want to call this the change chapter, the chapter of change. Now in the book in uh, Hebrews 11, verse one, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. You know what we're hoping for? Something different, a change. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Sounds like change to me. We're hoping for a change. Look, if we're sick, my God, if we're sick and afflicted, if we have some problems taking place in our bodies, you know the reason we're praying, having hope, is because one day a change is going to take place. My God, God is going to cause us to stand up and walk. God is going to cause us to be raised off of our sick bed. God is going to cause organs in our body that have not been functioning to start functioning. God has given us hope for a change. Whether it be in this life or whether it be in the life to come, a change is going to take place. He said, we, my God, he said we won't all sleep. But in the moment of the twinkling of an eye, there's going to be a change that takes place, my Lord. Change. How can we have faith without changes taking place in our lives? We need some changes. So I want to drop down to verse four because. Again, this is a chapter. Excuse me. Let's go to verse six. This is a chapter of change. And it's something we all need. I know it's fearful. It's stressful. It causes us to have so much anxiety. So many things happen to us when we start thinking about a change. We get so uncomfortable. We get so uptight. We, we, we become nervous. We, we start shaking. We can't sleep at night, but the change through these changes, if we're making the right changes now, these changes are going to bless us. That's what we're hoping for. That's what we're having faith in. It's not yet seen, but this change that we're going to make is going to better us, the children of God, the people of God. Change. What things are we afraid to change that we need to? Things that God has laid on our heart. Things that God has told us to change. Look, look, my God. Look, I don't know why God placed this on my mind at this exact moment. But the truth is, there are people in marriages that need to make a change. There are people who are struggling to be saved because their partner is not saved. They're being held back. Some, look, my God, you don't want to go to hell and be lost because somebody wants to hold on to their spouse. Knowing their spouse is wrong. Look, people, I, I've heard people lie to me all the time saying, yeah, this person was saved and they're saved. 
but they can't get them to even talk about God, can't get them to read the word, can't get them to pray, can't get them to go to church. And then they still try to believe this person is saved. Look, it's time for us to make a change. I'm not talking about somebody who just wants to uh, put put away their marriage just because uh, they they don't like how much weight somebody's gained or they don't like this or they don't like that. Or No, I'm talking about being saved. It's worth making the change over that. It's worth it. We can get into the scriptures. I won't do that right now, but it's about change. Number one, we must be saved. When it comes to salvation, the change is worth it. Every time God tells us to make a change, it's worth it. We're going to read it here. Verse 6. Verse 6. Hebrews 11. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. I want to tell you tonight, without change, it's impossible to please God. Without making a change, it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him by faith. Noah, being warned of God of things not as yet, things not seen as yet, change took place here. God warned him of some things that had not even taken place. It had never rained a day on the face of the earth. But God told Noah, look, it's going to rain. God said, you better get up and make some changes. I want you to start building an ark. See, Noah wasn't working on an ark prior to this. We have no information that says he did. He wasn't out there building a, a, a huge ship, a huge boat that all of these people could get into. Noah wasn't out there rounding up all of the animals. He was not until God began to tell him, look, you've got to change what you're doing. I don't know what projects Noah was working on. I know right now we're working on so many projects. We're working on so many tasks and so many goals and dreams and aspirations of ours. But what things are, is God telling us we must change in order to be saved? What things is he telling us we must change? This man, Noah. Look, and I'll tell you now, there's changes we need to make that even they may not even relate to being saved or not. There's still changes we need to make. Look, whether you work at this job or whether you work at that job, that might not have anything to do with your salvation. But sometimes it's just necessary to make changes. Whether you live in this state or that state, sometimes look, I, I don't have all the answers, but sometimes Everything is not about salvation or not. Everything's not about that. Sometimes things are just necessary to do. Look, it's necessary for me to go and pay my bill, for me to pay my cell phone bill. I don't have to have a cell phone to be saved. It's not always about salvation. Some changes we need to make. To help us, to make life easier on us. Look, I believe these cell phones make life easier on us. So I know I've got to get up and pay my cell phone bill. So, Noah, God warned him and told him, 
that a change was going to take place on the earth. It was going to rain for the first time. And so it says, being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. The man made a change. We must do this. We must make change. Look, the hard changes, the changes that will get people to talk about you. And people can't figure out, why are you making this decision? It doesn't make sense. Look, that's what happened with Noah. My God, the people looked at him and said, man, you must be crazy. It has never rained before. If God lays a change on your heart, look, it's time to do it. It's time to make the changes that God is telling us to make. It's not always about salvation, though. There's some changes we need to make. There are some changes God is waiting on us to make. And it's time for us to put aside the fear. It's time for us to put aside the doubt and have faith in making these changes. We understand the thing. Look, we don't know how it's going to turn out. But one thing we must believe. With God, all things are possible. He's going to deliver us. We just read he's a rewarder as long as we continue seeking him. Change. Look, in order to have faith in God, look, we're going to have to have changes. We're going to have to make changes. So Noah, he made some changes. Even though he had never seen rain, even though the people around him, no doubt somebody said he's crazy. I know somebody said it. This man was building a boat big enough to take in all the people. He's building a boat big enough to take in all these animals. And so when somebody would ask, man, what are you working on? He's changing. They said, man, what are you doing? We're starting to notice you're building this, this boat. He said, look, it's going to rain. Somebody said, what are you talking about, man? There's a change. He was trying to tell them a change is coming. So it's time for them to make a change. See, the change is going to take place whether you're ready or not. Look, sometimes people play hide and seek and they say, ready or not, here I come. Look, a change is going to take place every day. I told you guys every day the world is making changes around us. So look, they have self-driving cars now. I still don't trust it, but hey. They have cars that, that are driving themselves. The world around us is changing whether you're ready or not. We can stay with the old ways and the old mindset if we desire. But changes are taking place. Look, the word of God will not change because God's word is forever settled in heaven. But we must recognize that we must change. We better hold on to his word and make the necessary changes. We better make the necessary changes of the world around us or else we'll be left behind. So Noah, he made the change in verse eight by faith. Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed. This man made a change now. But look at this. He obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. This man left his home 
God told him to leave his mother and father's house. Man, left his home, left his hometown. He left the place he lived. He didn't know where he was going. God didn't even tell him exactly where he was going to end up. But the man had to make a change. It was necessary in order to follow God, to truly be a child and a servant of God. It's going to take some changes. So for tonight, I want to call this the change chapter. I know we call it the faith chapter, the chapter of faith. Tonight, I want to call it the chapter of change. Because it's necessary for us being the people of God. If you want to get to a different place in life, look, we've got to make some changes. The reason we're where we are right now is because of the same things we've been doing. We will never get to a different place if we're not willing to make the change. If we're not willing. So Abraham went out and the Bible said he didn't even know where he was going. But the man made a change. He was following the commands of God to change. So I know many of us, we might be faced with making changes every day, small, medium, medium size, large, whatever. However, we look at these changes. But the truth is. There's some necessary changes that we must start making. We've got to change in our spiritual life, in our physical life. Look, there's some changes. Look, I, I know. Um, see, I'm telling you, not every change has to do with salvation. But there are a lot of changes that does. And so I'm telling you, we need to cover both. The natural and the physical, the spiritual and the physical. Because uh, I'll give you this example. I know. See, I'm all for change when it makes my life easier, when it makes my life better. Uh, I know growing up, I didn't floss at all. I'm talking about uh, brushing your teeth, floss. I did not do it. But, you know, I, I would go to the dentist and then they would say, hey, you have this cavity. And I'm like. Why do I have this cavity? I, I, I brushed my teeth. What's wrong? And the lady told me, she says, because you don't floss. And so from that moment, I realized Tony needed to make a change. Now, this has nothing to do with me being saved or not. Look, you can have a mouth full of cavities. <laughs> you can have a mouth full and still make it to heaven. Having a cavity is not a sin. I haven't found that in the scripture. I'm not telling you you have to floss, but I am telling you there are changes that are necessary to help us. So I learned that day I needed to start making the necessary changes to help me. Change is necessary. Change is difficult. Change is challenging. There's things we have to have to learn. Look, I didn't even know how to floss. I didn't even know how to hold my hand, what the goal was. I understood, you know, I've seen it before, but I, I truly didn't even fully understand it. But the change was necessary. It's time for God's people to not be afraid of making changes. It's time for God's people to be willing to do what's necessary 
to help ourselves. I'm watching us be hurt all the time. See, I just gave you an example about cavities. Those cavities hurt me. They hurt me. So I learned I've got to do what it takes to help myself. So I'll leave you with this. As I said, it's time for God's people. We must be willing to make changes. We, whatever it is that God is laying on our heart, we won't get the results that we're looking for still doing the same old things. We will not get the results. So in my closing remarks, let's be willing to make the changes. Look, it's scary. Pray about these things. Seek God for counsel on these things. Consult with our pastors, the true people of God, the true men of God that God has sent, especially when we're talking about real change. Now, you don't have to consult with them and ask, look, do I need to start flossing or not? We already know that answer. But there are some changes out there we need to be talking with our pastor about. We need to be trying to figure out Should I make this change? We need to be praying about it. But above everything else, if God, without a doubt, is leading us to make changes, we must be willing to make them. It is impossible to please God without change. It's impossible. So God bless you guys. I thank you guys for uh, spending this time with me. Again, we do apologize because we were having some issues tonight. We were not able to uh, live stream from all three platforms as we typically, uh, uh, as we usually do. However, uh, it was a night of change um, and very fitting that that's what I was intending to talk about. And um, I did not foresee this happening, but uh, to me is God um, uh, giving a witness and letting us know that regardless of the change, you know, I didn't have Melvin here with me tonight to read. I didn't have uh, the scriptures on the screen, but we, we can't use any um, um, anything that's foreign to us to cause us not to do what we're supposed to be doing. So many times things hold us back because we're too afraid to make the change. We're too afraid to go on. That's what Paul told us. He said, I'm still looking forward. I'm not going to continue to hold on to the past, to the things that I've become comfortable with at one point. I've got to make the changes. So with something uh, even as minor as coming on by myself, it was a change. Because usually every night, every Thursday night, 630 Central, Usually Melvin and I are on here, but tonight it was a change. So let's make the changes. God bless you guys. And Lord willing, um, I'll see you guys again next week. Same place, Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, 6.30 Central Time. Um, And we will have another word from God. I pray uh, that these messages help you. And I pray that you'll be willing to make changes in your life. See, God's looking for a change. Um, And so it will help you. It will benefit you and it will help you to be prosperous in this life. So God bless you guys. Um, God bless you until the next time. We'll say praise the Lord.